Oh my god, it's been more than a month, but welcome back to the Three Boring Dudes Podcast. I'm Judd. I'm Jessica. I'm Barrett. Cody is noticeably absent. Because um, he's gay. Yeah, so we got two boring dudes and a chick. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're going to start off this podcast with the uh, Department of Corrections Department, recently merged with the Department of Redundancy due to budget cuts. Uh, as to Barrett's extremely manly book club that he talked about in our last podcast, as it turns out, a heartbreaking work of staggering genius was written by David Eggers, whereas David Foster Wallace wrote Infinite Jest. Uh, so we're not sure which book he actually read, and I have no personal opinion on who is more deserving of a skull fucking. I will wait, 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 wait. Did I say it was... Well, you no. said it was David Foster Wallace. Was, it was David Foster Wallace. It was Infinite Jest. What's the other thing? I, you, I'm, I'm the one who got the book wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah. Judd, okay. Judd mentioned... Excuse me, Department of Corrections Department. I'm the one who got Let the book Let me correct wrong. the Department of Corrections. <laughs> department. In, in saying that I was not incorrect. I'm getting a blowjob from the dog right now. <laughs> this is why you don't spill your food on your lap. Or you do. Or you do. On yeah, that. that's the dumbest thing you've ever said. <laughs> hey, Lucy, chicken tastes better than empanada. Hi, Goose. <laughs> wow. Horrible. Get away from my crotch, dog. In other random shit you guys talked about that uh, I wasn't here for because I was outside determined to paint the garage. Oh, hi, hi baby. Um, I have actually seen Walton Goggins' uh, Oscar-winning short film, The Accountant, because it was at Slamdance the same year that I was there with a friend's film. Was it Oscar-worthy? It's fantastic. I mean, it, it, it took it took the award at Slamdance, too. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really incredible. And it was the same. A lot of cross-pollination between my friend's film, because his film was... Oh, what was your friend's film? It was called uh, The Good Things. And it, no, but it, it was uh, Sean Ryan's project before he did um, the, Shield. the Shield. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so one of the actors from the film that he made with my buddy um, was also one of the guys in the Shield on the on the team. So it was like, they which, were all, which guy? Uh, David David Reese, David Reese Snell, the guy who got his face burned. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. that's good. That's that's his credit. I'm sorry. The first the first four years of the show, he kind of was just there. He was just there. Yeah. And then it was like and the last two years, they like, started getting lines. It was like, oh hey, Ronnie's part of the team too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I also used to work for Penelope Ann Miller. You guys were talking about her and uh, that horrible movie, The Shadow. Penelope Ann Miller. I can't remember which one that is. Well, she, apparently she was a horrible. See you next Tuesday. Uh, I would I wouldn't put it that way. I would say that um, the house is on fire and someone at the door someone is at the door got the same reaction from her and it wasn't the small one. It was like everyone okay. was just like ah yeah. And uh, yes, Billy Zane looks like he's wearing eyeliner all the time. And explain how you know this. Because uh, at the time when I was living in Italy, he was trying to get my boyfriend to produce a project of his, so we were hanging out a lot with him because he was trying to get money out of my boyfriend. The um. Why didn't he just use all his free Maybelline money? I mean, he was clearly born with it, right? No, I, that's funny. That was well. I like that. That was actually. Was that prior worthy? That was almost prior worthy. I'll give it a half prior. I'll give it a half prior. Half prior. You half get prior. Hey, that's the. the <laughs> if you're tied with someone else for the prior, you get the half prior. That's like when I'm fully erect, I'm at half prior. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then there's a Garrison Keeler. No, oh, come you on. You think? She laughed. Oh, that's the half prior does not count. That was awful. It doesn't um, count. Like that, yeah. Anyway, no. Um, I, I know. I knew a guy who had that permanent makeup shit tattooed on his face too. Like the, the permanent eyeliner. Like they actually get that tattooed on. I don't get it. It's more than one person I know who has this, and that it's bizarre. Weird. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. yeah. What do you do when you get a roll that says like no makeup? 
You just put makeup on that looks like you're not wearing makeup? Put concealer uh, over I, it? I don't know. It's, oh, it's, man. Guys just spent way too much time in theater. We, well, I spent a lot of time in theater, and I don't have it. Yeah. Or do you? I don't. Griffin seems to think you do. I don't. That's all I have to say about last time. All right. Uh, We should start off with a blender. I think we should. Man, okay. I got a food item for us today. I thought you were going for the dog treats there for a second. I was going to say no. I'm really glad I was not going for the dog treats there for a second. Lucy's disappointed now that that you stood up and your crotch is no longer. I'm really curious about what our son has been eating. So we're going to go with some pear, apricot, barley, fruit and grain puree baby food. Mm. Mm. Yummy. That's uh, slightly disappointing because I was going to go with... Um, oh shit, he ate the rest of it. Oh well, we'll go with this instead. Oh god. The baby peas puree that I made. It's just peas and water. Alright, well I brought... At least um, the blending is going to be good. Hazelnuts, Coffee Mate Hazelnut Non-Dairy Creamer. Excellent. Awesome. Which has the viscosity of roughly jizz. It is so <laughs> I thick. thought that was a cup full of jizz, and I was going to ask you why you brought What's... it, saved it, etc. Alright, clearly neither of you have actually seen jizz. Because there should be a little, like, blood in there. Uh, <laughs> that Fryer. is a Richard Fryer. That is excellent. Well played, good well sir. Well played, sir. Also, also, I am terrified. Let's start mixing this. Yeah. Oh, this is vile. Oh yeah. Is this really just how it comes out of the coffee? Dude, the pump. They had the, the big old one gallon pump yeah. thing there. They had no real milk and no fake sugar, which was kind of ironic. Oh, at our Mexican grocery store. At the Mexican grocery store. Man, that's weird. It's amazing those people have diabetes. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Wait, so Paula Deen. Paula Deen. Yeah, that's a prior end of Paula Deen. Yeah, I was going to say, but Paula Deen has diabetes, so I was like, so Paula Deen's a Mexican. Wow. Keeler. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I'm all over the board today. You are. You are. You, you are. You're marking up this board fast and Especially hard. Especially with bloody jizz. That was, that was good. Thank you. I feel like I should go retrieve her child. It's just because it's louder than any of us. What the fuck is that noise? That's yeah. funny. Mr. McGriff. So, if you hear a disgusting, like, chewing, nasty noise, I'm getting into a uh, a whole fried chicken that I picked up over there at that uh, Mexican market. And I'll tell you what, it is delicious. It's a whole Breast- roasted chicken. Breakfast is roasted, fried. Man. All right. Oh, there's a baby here. I gotta start swearing. Damn it. No, you don't. We're podcasting. I, I know, but he's getting to that age where he can hear the words and not understand why we're saying it. Like, What's that stuff on know, his face? Oh, it's a podcast. It's special he he had a rogue. Uh, he had an incident with a rogue burst of gravity yesterday. Okay. Yeah, where his face got just pulled toward the concrete. It does that. Yeah. It's, especially little guy faces. Yeah. Did he grab? It's, it, it, it's oh yeah. It's weird how gravity attacks him right after he doesn't listen to me. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of wow. like a, it's karmic gravity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it was... The, the, the best part the same was... Same with the doorknobs he walks into and stairs he falls down. Right. The best part was I was on the phone with my mother when it happened, so I'm like, oh yeah, da 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 and all of a sudden there's just this, like, cosmically loud wailing. That looks disgusting, oh, by the way. Bit. And that does look a lot like jizz. Oh, that... Mm. It could get some grenadine. If smell it, it, it. Smell it. You need it. to make it look more. Uh... It smells good, actually. Well, yeah, because it's hazelnut. It's, it, yeah, hazelnut and peas. Those are my two favorite yeah, flavors together. It smells. <laughs> it smells pretty good. It's hazelnut, peas, pear, apricot, and barley. I don't be... need, have any idea how pear, apricot, or barley will mix no, in with the peas and the, and the thing, but it should be. Yeah, and it should blend well. Well, Griffin enjoys so the first two ingredients here. very much. Do you have the dice? Where are the dice? Uh, I'll, I'll grab them. I'm going to start this thing real okay. quick, and then I'll be back with the dice. 
I'll be sitting here doing nothing. Judd, what's the consistency like? How's the consistency? Oh, it's like jizz. Do you want to get some grenadine so it looks more familiar to you? Oh, wow. <laughs> I like it. Oh, wow. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, there's not a lot in this. It's a little thick now. Um, the peas <laughs> and the hazelnut really mix nice. Oh, yeah, that's got kind of a weird, salty, nasty flavor. Oh, it smells like fertilizer. I bet Griffin will drink it. Yeah. Does that, does that constitute child abuse? Do we go to hell if we give him that? Yeah, at, at what age does he get, get in on the uh, blender roulette? Oh, God. As soon as he's old enough to uh, roll the dice instead of trying to swallow them. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's going to be a while. I think uh, I, I think the transfer is going to cost too like much. This is the Frog's jizz. It, <laughs> <laughs> Well played. Yeah. If you guys understand, if you saw the color of this and the consistency, you'd understand why that comment was so funny. Yeah. Jesus. And timely too, because the Muppet movie is opening this weekend. Right. The synergy. Hey, what's green and smells like bacon? Kermit the Frog's dick. Kermit's finger, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because he stuck it in Miss Peggy. That's the joke. Oh, oh man. Everything's funnier when you explain it. Yeah. That's, I was trying to teach Jessica that fact all morning. I'm glad she finally got it. Right. Yeah. You've had to actually had to teach that fact to every person you've ever tried to tell a joke to. Yeah, keep in mind, I live with Garrison Keeler here, okay? So, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's my That's my life. You're like Wobegon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what we should call our house. Lake Wobegon. Where the women are strong. Lake we're, full of Wobegon. Where the women are right, strong. That's all we got. There was not a lot of... Material. Yeah, well, I don't want to drink even that though. No, it looks, it looks oh God! It's gonna take. It's the it worst like is the anticipation because you're using this nice, this, deep lipped stone cup. This nice, yes, one of our nice ceramic oh, mugs yeah, from our wedding china. Yeah, but it's gonna take like by the time you put it up to your mouth, it's gonna take a full Minute fifteen a seconds to run <laughs> to down the side down. of that to get to your mouth. You're gonna be. Yeah. You gotta be anticipating. It's like watching a slow-moving guillotine come down for your head. I just think oh. it, lo- it looks like frog jizz and tartar sauce. The slow- See, the thing with the slow-moving guillotine is I think at some point it would just stop. <laughs> and then you'd be sitting there like, okay, why, why do we not do this quickly? I mean, I'm glad ow. I'm still alive, but ow, yeah. Alright. It burns, it burns! We do a D20s, because this is not straw material. That's true, we cannot possibly straw it. Alright, we can do 20. I don't think you can can get it through a straw. Uh, Oh, if you had an idea of what stuff Judge sucked through a straw, you could... You see that South Park episode with the seamen? Which is sea monkeys, but they call them seamen. And they figure out that if they put actual seamen in with the seamen, they, they like, turn into a civilization and build stuff. That's funny. They're they're trying to, like, war. war? Yeah, they have a war. They have, like, a nuclear war. Right, Uh, right. But they're they're trying to get more of them. And so Cartman sends, like, Stan out to go get some. Or, uh, Stan sends Cartman out to go get some. And he comes back, he's like, well, I got some from my mom's hospital, and I got some from, uh, this homeless guy, maybe suck it through a straw. Or suck it through a hose. And they're like, <coughs> suck it through a hose, huh? He's like, yep, suck it through a hose. And then there's, like, this pause, and I'm just, okay. <laughs> it's so great. All right. So low number... Low number drinks. You have straws, right, just in case? Yes, we do. Yes. All right, are we ready? The last time we rolled 20s, there was a tie. That's that's why he mentions it. There's a 2 in 20 chance of it happening. No. No, it's 1 in 400, my friend. No, 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 no. Because you... Oh, one the first one. You, first one doesn't count. Yeah, first one's whatever, and then right. the second number has to match, so it's a 1 in 20. It's a 1. Roll. 17. But there's two There's two dice, so it's 2 in 20. There's a tie. There's a tie. We should never use the 20s again. 
Yeah, uh, yeah I like that. I feel the that, same way. That is the noise I would make if I tied the bear right now, also. Oh, okay. I didn't, so I get to gloat like a bastard. How about if we get, um, spoons? No. <laughs> no, this, the, the rules steerly, clearly stay. Steerly clates? Steerly clates, wow. Do we have straws? Yes, they're down and, oh, you know what? It's, turn around, it's the drawer under the microwave to the left. It's Dyslexic Saturdays. The, the rules steerly clate. Griffin. Oh my god, it's gonna take you like five minutes to suck this through a straw. That's what she said. Wow. You ready, woman? I don't know why she said it. Is she talking to her friend who's doing the blowing? Blowing in the wind. Are you ready for this? Get low. us two straws, asshole. No, no, no. Oh, low, wait, it's a roll off. Roll off to see who has Low, to low dice rolls. Oh. You're not doing like a couple's cup with this. <laughs> That's what I thought had to happen. No, that no, would be no. adorable, though. <laughs> it's a roll-off, but now a loser has to drink through a straw. <laughs> Kill me. Fifteen. I like my odds. Fourteen. Oh! <laughs> All right, take, let me the, take baby. the baby. <laughs> <laughs> have fun there. Pucker up, Buttercup. <laughs> oh God. All right, she's gonna. I'm gonna she's gonna start uh, sucking through the straw, and I'm gonna tell you when the liquid actually hits her mouth. <laughs> it's gonna be a little while. Hang on, I gotta pour myself a chaser here. Hang on one sec. Coke Zero chaser. Yeah. yeah Judd, how long is it usually when she starts sucking before the liquid hits her mouth? Uh, about about forty-five seconds. minutes. <laughs> I'll take her number. Oh, <laughs> Did you get it right away? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh fuck me. You gotta drink it. I'm gonna drink it over the sink in case it comes back up. <laughs> what does it taste like? Describe it. Frog and tartar sauce. Mm. Oh, and tartar sauce? I didn't add mayo this oh, time. Oh, the pear is crunchy. <laughs> this is, what? The I pear think isn't crunchy. That's the I think it's. I think that's the barley. The peas are the only solid part in the whole thing. Everything else is liquid. Hang on, I'm having a moment. <laughs> is it, for those of you who don't know, Jessica's a former runway model. And uh, anytime models eat something, it's hilarious. But when they're eating something disgusting, it's even better. Were you ever a vegetarian? Only when I lived in the UCLA dorms, because I saw horrid things being done to me. Oh my god, she's sweating. Yes. You look like you're about to cry, are you okay? I'm having a moment. I'm, I'm having a breakdown on several emotional levels oh. right now. You're a rock star for doing this. Oh, the noise. Can you come, oh, over, can you come over here and do it just one more time? So no! Fuck you! <laughs> So the so the microphone can hear the noise of the wonderful suckage. I'm gonna I'm gonna inspect the cup. Oh, it's not done. I got about thir- two thirds of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. One girl, one cup. New video. Oh man. <laughs> can that be considered? Oh, we gotta we gotta take a picture. Can Here's I my camera. Out? Give me my camera. I appreciate you wiping. It is oozing off. out the top of the straw. Oh, that is, that is delicious. Come come by come by the microphone one time. I want to hear that nice sucking noise. When you, when you... I'm gonna make you do this again. Yeah. One more time. Oh, oh, you're about to lose a little jizz. Are you sure that's not you? Oh, oh. Baby's found the camera. We're in trouble. Mm. Oh, oh. All right, run for the sink. Go, go, go. Mm. You're a champion. Yeah, she, she, she got two-thirds done. Well done, babe. <sighs> that is the second foulest mixture I think we've had so far. I don't, I don't know. Mayonnaise. Yeah, the man is no, no. Okay, it was. I, I was saying I don't know if it's the second phallus. It might be like third or fourth. It's definitely not the phallus. Lucy. Because yeah, that that man is you brought. That was a bad call. 
Well, it was oh, a bad call. You should have used that spray butter as your ingredient. Even Lucy won't lick my face. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. Man. <laughs> What's funny is it had that weird sickly sweet smell where like you're that thinking the maybe it's okay. If I barf at work on my students today, I'm just gonna tell. I'm just gonna give them your phone numbers. Just don't go upside down or do any spinning moves. You'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to change this guy's diaper. I think I'm gonna do. I just did. Oh, alright. That's yeah, just his enormous good. balls. It's just, he does have enormous he balls. He can poop directly balls. on his balls. How many people do you know who can wrap their balls around to cover their anus and poop on them? Well, I didn't used to be able to. <laughs> you are getting old. It's true. Dude, I, I had my... I, I don't know if I've mentioned this in a previous podcast, but I, about a year and a half ago, I had my quintessential I'm getting old moment. You know, you wake up in the morning and you're you're nice and relaxed and you're warm so the balls are at maximum hang. Yep. And I walk in the bathroom to go take my morning shit, and lo and behold, the ball sack hits the water. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, it shot back up like a fucking bungee cord, like as soon as it hit that cold water. And it was just prior a, for that. Just a, just a dip. Prior me if you want, but that's just a fact. That oh happened. God, no, so uh, that's a good story. <laughs> oh, speaking of good stories of yours, I, I was trying to tell Jess about this one yesterday. Um, you had a friend who, for his birthday, you posted an ad on Craigslist. Was for, this you? No. No? What, what, what? was this? I put my fantasy football team no, for no, sale no. on Craigslist so, one year. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I was two and so ten or something at this point, and I'm like, for sale, one fantasy football team. I listed the players in a league that's been existing for ten years. Happy to give up the franchise, please. <laughs> no longer worthy to coach this team. I actually put up a full Craigslist no ad. Well, I, you know, they, they yeah, all thought it was pretty funny. I put I put the the link to the thing. Oh, yeah. No, but no one from the outside wanted okay, to buy so my fantasy football team. Who was I talking to? Maybe it was Henny. So someone in our, our circle of friends, uh, <laughs> their buddy turned like thirty, so they posted an ad on Craigslist in the Men for Men section that said, "Just came out and looking to have some fun. Text me what you're packing." And listed his phone number. The guy had to change his number, and the first day he got 80 pictures of dicks alone. That is kind of amazing. <laughs> that is epic. That is that is epic. It's one of the best pranks I've ever heard. I was like, that's just so good. It's top and, notch. Yeah, oh, and mean, 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 mean. April Fool's is eight days away. I know. Ooh, how are we going to prank the baby? It's his first April Fool's. Post his <laughs> picture on Craigslist. With the phone <laughs> I just came out <laughs> of a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of true. All right, so what were we supposed to do this week? Uh, or uh, it's been, a month ago. Dude, I was going to say, I don't fucking remember at all. Sorry. So, um, it was, I was probably supposed to watch more Arrow, which I totally did. We uh, watched a little bit. I got caught up on The Walking Dead. So good. So good. I, I, got, I got all you of that. You watched the last one? Um, I did. We, we are, well, we're supposed to... No, this is what we actually did instead of what we were supposed to do. <laughs> we were supposed to do I was supposed to get Titanfall, which I totally did. No, that was, I mean... I don't remember. February 14th. You were supposed to make up with your girlfriend or something for coming to the podcast instead of celebrating Valentine's Day with her? No, I think we were all good on that. No, things we were supposed to do. I, I was supposed to get more customers from my failing restaurant. How'd that go? It did well. Uh, Dylan's, which is a bar in L.A., opened up right next to us this last weekend, and it really... Oh, awesome. Oh, nice. it's, it's really helping business. Um, and the summer tourists are coming around, so... If you ever find yourself in Hollywood, stop by 6323 Hollywood Boulevard at right Doggy Style Hot Dogs. Right next to the closed Vine Theater. The closed Vine Theater. And an interesting... Uh, the closed Vine, that's what they call it because the vaginas are all shut. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had, a, we had the 
the gas company shut off our gas this week, not because we didn't pay our bill, but because we're attached to the theater and all of a sudden our gas bills got higher, so they thought there was a leak. And so without warning, they just shut our gas off because they thought there might be a leak. And we're like, we're running stoves. That's what you think the leak is. And yeah. <clears throat> still, we went out without gas for a day. So we cooked all our hot dogs on panini makers, which was interesting for a day. Huh. Way to a MacGyver solution. We did. And it actually worked out. And they actually cooked faster and they actually tasted okay. Wow. Uh, surprisingly. We, the uh, the outside wasn't quite as good because you didn't steam them. Right. Anyway, long story. No more hot dog talk. <clears throat> That's what she said. Everyone likes hot dogs. If you go get his chair, I can feed him while we're doing yeah, this. Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll do that. Um, hey, Griffin, I've got some peas mixed with some pear apricot barley. You want that? Mm. So, Barrett, we, uh, we were going to go to your hot dog place last night, actually. Really? Says, yeah, we were going to go to your place, hot, hot dog place last night, but there was no parking. And my feet hurt. And just There is, there is no, the that's the big uh, downfall of my restaurant. So you're relying entirely on foot traffic, which granted there is a ton of foot traffic. In I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Our second location, unless we get Third Street Promenade, which we're gunning for right now, mm-hmm. our second location will have parking. And, yeah. and if no, for no other reason that, that I'm dead set on having. Topple out. Mm-hmm. Where you the tray? It's up here. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. That's why I couldn't find it. Hey, podcast land, isn't it fun to listen to us feed our son? We're not even feeding him yet. We're just putting him in the damn high chair. Well, he seems pretty excited about it. Well, yeah, his food is coming. Oh, hey, would you like some potato, barley, and uh, whatever it was? Where'd that thing go? You, you tell me. Here it is. Pear, avocado, barley. Yeah. Does he eat it right out of there? Yep. Well, you can can squeeze it into his mouth. Just give it to him and he starts. Don't don't just squeeze it. Oh, there you go. He made the same face I did. Running down his face. You wanted to get some other stuff out. Also, All right, slide All right. him over here. Um, yeah. So what are we supposed to do? Probably paint the house. Which oh yeah, that was on your list of stuff to do. We did. The house looks great, right? Excuse me, we did. Oh sorry, Jessica painted the house. Actually, you had a full day where you're like, you know what, Barrett, I can't talk right now. I'm painting the house. It was after our last podcast where you were outside painting the house the whole time. Yeah. And then there was another day I tried to talk to you, and you're like, nope, today's Barrett. I'm going to paint the house day. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, but that was when we were putting the window frame up. So good work, man. You actually did a little bit of what you wanted to do. Yeah. Well, you did too. A little bit. Cody, I think, on his to-do list was to be a bitch and not show up. So he's accomplished that also. Way to go. Way to go, Spoon. Way to go, Cody. You get the uh, Bitch of the Week award. Oh, man. It's almost a new award we should have. Speaking of Bitches of the Week, Fred Phelps. Oh. I don't even know who that is. The The founder of the Westboro Baptist Church, the God Hates Fags people. Okay, yeah. Did he do something new? He He died. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Right? I would I would say thank God. Right. <laughs> but in news of the chicken shits, they're not having a funeral. People who exist only to pick at funerals. They're in the sink. Oh, dirty. of course they're not having a funeral. Do you know how many people would show up to that funeral as picketers? That, yeah, that's the whole point. It's they're not... like, oh, we've picketed other people's funerals. Dude, we know how bad Their it is. funeral would turn into a gay pride parade. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And rightfully so. And rightfully so. Like, they, that, that would be, oh, God, I'd almost go to that funeral. Are you, well, I was, there was a gay pride parade. I was considering walking to Topeka, Kansas, just yeah. to, just to take a crap on that man's grave. Oh, did we, did we lose the sponge, babe? Do I hear a road trip coming on? <laughs> oh man! We need a new sponge. Use the you just just clean it with your hands. Dude, his, his grave's gonna have to have twenty four hours security and uh. Right, so like his, his wife's grave is already a destination of gay people traveling through the town. 
Oh, is she dead too? She's been dead for a while. They go by and they leave flowers and rainbow cards and shit on her grave all the time. That's great. I told you about them. His mother, the 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 pink mask. Oh, that's awesome. That was on my fucking awesome. Oh, maybe it's six podcasts ago. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's his mom. I'm thinking. They had the they had the pink mask at his mom's grave where they had a where it turned straight people dead straight people gay. Oh yeah, like like Mormons turn you Mormon after you're dead, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Exact same concept. Yeah. So they uh they turned his his straight mom gay after she died. That's amazing. That. It was a fake satanic mask that they just made up to piss him off. Who which, cares? Which I love. Yeah. That's so good. Um, we should probably get onto the format seeing as how we're 25 minutes into the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Stay on topic. Yeah. Been playing any video games? Um, a lot of Hearthstone, man. It's pretty much ruined my video game life outside of that. I bought um, that old game. I think it's called Sea Command or something. They re- they relaunched. Um, no, Battleship, Cruiser, Battle Cruiser, Battle Aircraft Carrier. I don't know. Some game. It was like it was like forty dollar game that was on sale for two bucks. So clearly had not done well. Mm-hmm. And Steam, I bought that, but it looked fun, like a strategy, real time strategy. All right. Uh, I bought that. Didn't play it. Um, bought um, what's it called? Was on sale. Um, oh yeah, that I love that. Uh, what's the game with the chick? Two Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Okay. Bought that. Downloaded it. Didn't play one. it. The new one. Yeah, supposed to be. Bought good. that. Downloaded it. Didn't play it. So. Um, it's been Hearthstone all the time. Hmm. Every bit of video game playing has been Hearthstone. So I've been playing Kingdom of Loathing, which is a great game that I don't understand why nobody else I know plays it because it's so fun. But it's, I guess the initial playthrough, it is confusing. It seems arbitrary. And there's, because you have a limited resource in terms of the number of times you can adventure per day, the new players don't have time to like get into the nuance of it because they, they are run out of their adventures. And they don't necessarily even know that you can eat food or drink booze to get more adventures in a day, let alone some of the more like obscure means of getting more adventures. Whereas now, like I've been playing for years, and I got all kinds of like tools and gimmicks I can use, and I know the game really well. And it's so interesting to to me to see how fast you can get through the game. And then when you beat the game, you get to pick one of your skills you had and make it permanent. And then you play through the game again as a different class, but now you have skills from previous classes you've beaten the game as. And then you can every day stop your wife and say, hey, guess what happened in Kingdom of Loathing today? So you've been on this Kingdom of Loathing train for an awful long time. It is a good Years. game. I mean, Years. do you have do you have all the skills now? Oh, no, no, not at all. He has like 45 familiars they, that he likes to read to me as a list. Last year, they revamped all the classes and they doubled the number of skills in the game. And I, I didn't have all the skills before that. I mean, there are hundreds of skills. Well, give me an example of what a skill is. Uh, there's a skill called Transcendental Noodlecraft. And it lets you summon pasta three times a day. Ooh. And it's, to what end? Or wait, wait, I'm backwards. Pasta Mansory lets you summon pasta. Transcendental Noodlecraft lets you summon two additional pastas, and it gives you access to the Walk of Ages. What does what what is the purpose of summoning pasta? Pasta lets you make really good food. Okay. Um, that gives you lots of adventures. Okay. And uh, the Walk of Ages lets you uh, create tempura batters. W-O-K yeah W-O-K oh okay and use uh, yeah I don't have a list Um, I think and use uh, MSG in your cooking which makes it taste better I love MSG I I just recently saw an article on MSG yeah that's actually all that stuff that it was bad for you back in the 80s and 90s was completely debunked huh huh Mm -hmm. the headaches that people said they were getting and everything else was completely false that MSG that's what umami is the word umami, it's yeah. 
Basically, they, they, that umami taste, that fifth taste that they're talking about. Yeah, the savory. It, it's like it's like well, there's there's savory, sweet, salty, and uh, sour. Sour, and then umami's the yeah. the mysterious fifth. The mysterious fifth, and the, it was um, MSG is basically what it is. And uh, I'm pretty sure Jess drank pure umami earlier today. Well, ooh, Dude, but I drank pure evil, is what that was. Ooh, yeah, that, that's that's the sixth taste. They haven't even put <laughs> the <word>. sixth taste <laughs> evil. The sixth taste evil. <laughs> that's interesting because I heard somebody on the radio Thursday or yesterday that was basically saying that um, this is somebody else with a fruitcake theory that she's cured her child of autism by cutting MSG out of his diet. Interesting. This interestingly, this woman is a scientist. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. Well, the one I was listening to NPR, like yeah. It was uh, like Science Friday or something, and they were talking about, mm. which is an excellent show, and I strongly recommend getting the, the podcast of that. Judith yeah, it's on fans. just after I am on the radio. <laughs> I, uh... Jason Keeler. Yeah. I yeah. didn't get that. Barrett did. No, no, not I, not I get a Garrison Keeler point. I, quote, was the Garrison Keeler. It's on after... That's still get a... Kill. I don't know, Jesus. that was... Technically, he's on the weekends. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. Well, you had to explain the joke again, so... Yeah. To her... It's true. I think if you have to explain a joke to a woman, it's not as bad. You're right. I absolutely... Give you a child, fucker. Dice play. There's a dice play from a There's a dice play. So I've been playing two games this week. Go on. Yeah, they're both on uh, cable news. One of them is where you annex Crimea, and the other one is where you search for this lost plane. That's a fun game. Really, really interesting. Okay. So back to my games. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to give myself a prior for that. Yeah. So What? No, you should myself. Yourself... I'm not a prior, a keeler. Fuck there me. you go. Fuck me. Sorry. Maybe later. Um, Only if I can barf that frog jizz on you. Uh, if that gets me inside of you, yes. <laughs> uh, I've also been playing. What you usually miss? Any porn <laughs> It's have, hard. You have no idea. It's hard. My taint is bruised. <laughs> Wow. I just thought it just he didn't last that long. I'm going for oh shit again. No, he's like a blind man trying to play golf. Man, it's just a ten pound dick in a five pound hole. <laughs> Which pushed out a ten pound baby. I know. Well, the problem yeah. is I'm aiming for the three pound hole behind it, but you you move too I much. I keep moving. Oh, it's funny. That, to split. that got a little awkward. Hi, Susan. Oh. <laughs> Give yourself a Richard Pryor for the shout out to my mom. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. That was excellent. Thank you. Does, um, she, does she listen? No. Sometimes. God no. I tell her not to. Um, so we've also been. I've also been playing Titanfall like crazy. That came out. That is fantastic. You're Dude, welcome. all the reviews I see on it, man, disagree with you. There is a lot of at least the guys whose game reviews I trust. The guys who I listen to who who have similar gaming taste to me yeah. said that it's just it's weak sauce, man. They are wrong. I'm amazed they would say it is super fun, and they've done some really interesting things design wise. That are like first off, play balance between being the the very nimble pilot that can jump everywhere and is fast and small, and being the big strong titan is great. It feels great. Okay. Um, it doesn't feel the titan feels powerful, but it doesn't feel it's so weird because you get into your Titan, you're like, I can destroy the goddamn world in this thing. And then when you're a pilot and you see someone in Titan, you're like, all right, I can take him out if I'm careful, right? Mm-hmm. And you can do fun stuff like climb on the back of their Titan and blast him in the head and shit like that. I knew that. It's great. Um, and uh, it's like your sex life. Uh, 
<laughs> so, so, so that balance is really you good. You climb on her back and blast her in the head. No wonder you guys had an argument. Yeah. I can't believe you're calling my girlfriend a titan. It's called the donkey punch. She's really tall, Barry. She's really tall. <laughs> she's Canadian. Are the titans from Canada? Is that what the Greeks didn't know? They're a large people. That sounds like a Canadian football league team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the titans. Wait, not, wait, wait. Not to be confused with the, the Tennessee titans. Right. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, yeah. Uh, there's the... Um, you know, the, Tor- the Toronto ass munchers. No, the Toronto Argonauts. That's the CFL that's what I said. team. Oh man! As opposed to the um, the Calgary Stampeders, and that's as far as my CFL knowledge goes. Wow! I I'm a little ashamed team. for you that you know that. Well, the European names are like the the uh, Hamburg Blitzkrieg, right? Is there? I have no idea. They're, they're... Someone tells me they wouldn't call them like the Luftwaffe. Or that. <laughs> so the SS. The SS. The Munich Final Solution. Wow! <laughs> wow! Oh, we gotta start a German football team. We just need How about a whole German football league? We can get them all. Oh yeah, that'd be so good. The the Nuremberg ovens. Oh. oh. No, too 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 soon. Too, too soon. soon. Yeah, <laughs> too soon. And you're the lone Jew here. I know. That's why I'm safe. He's the wrong half of a Jew. Um. Anyway, so Titanfall's play balance is good. They also did an interesting thing where the the best weapons are hands down the ones you get when you first start the game. The the best the the best gun is the first assault rifle that you get. The best uh, weapon for your Titan is the first cannon that you get. Well, I don't like that because it seems like you're, you're then well no because it, it as you unlock things you want to try them out and all the later weapons instead of being sort of the best all around gun. Uh, whatever, they're very specific. So, like, I end up using on my Titan, I use this thing called the Triple Threat, which fires grenades the size of people, and it fires three at a time. Mm-hmm. And, I would uh, like that. It is fucking awesome. I would like that more than a potato gun. But it, it is kind of worthless against people, because you should fire it, and unless the grenade happens to land on the dude through miraculous aiming, which you can't really aim the thing, um, the guys awesome. have plenty of time to run out of the way before it goes off. However... Oh, against titans it destroys their face so like i get in my titan and i just kind of like wander around looking for other titans and i just blow them up super fast and that's all i do because it's that's fun for me is wrecking the other titans and it helps my team because it gets them out of the out of the picture fast uh but again specialized weapon it's not really an anti-troop weapon it's purely anti-titan and there's other guns that work the opposite that are much better for anti-troop than for anti-titan okay all right, that makes sense. So they, they let you, as you progress through the game, you can specialize a little if you want. And then at the same time, the way that experience works is you complete challenges with the weapons to get lots of experience, to, to gain level faster. Mm-hmm. And in the early levels, you complete all of the challenges for those first couple guns. So if you want to stick with those guns and use the, the best guns, you're not getting nearly as much experience, probably, <clears throat> as someone who's using one of the later weapons that unlocked. Because well, they've what got experience a whole new you? set. You level up faster so that you can unlock more stuff, so that you can prestige again, so that you can have a bigger e peen. That's your electronic penis for people who don't know what an e peen is. Well, I don't need. Oh, that okay. like e peen is your nerd crotch bragging vaping? rights. Right, your, your, your bragging yeah. rights, yeah. So, like when, I, when I'm playing Titanfall and I kill 12 dudes and I only die once, I'm like, yeah, my fucking e peen is huge, dude. So, e peen is the same people who use the word chivos? Um, no, chivos are actual in game achievements. E peen is just like. Look how big my nerd balls are. But an E-peen guy would have a lot of cheapos. Oh, yeah. Griffin's right. nerd balls are huge. Balls in general are huge. Um, yeah, so I've been playing that. I've been playing Hearthstone, uh, like you said. Hearthstone. And Hearthstone. What's this? Hearthstone? Hearthstone? I thought it was Hearthstone. Hearthstone. It's Hearth? 
No, like at the beginning. Hey, come on, pull up, pull up your plates yeah. in the hearth. He's got an accent. Yeah, Scottish hearth. It's a hearth. It's a hearth. Okay, Hearthstone. Sorry. You've never heard of like the hearth in front of the fireplace? No, because I've heard of the hearth, which is how it's spelled. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're the ep- you're, you're the dumb. epitome of someone who doesn't know how to. <laughs> High five! Thanks, Dick. I'm giving you a, I'm giving you half a prior for that. Um, and then uh, and then the other game I've been playing uh, a lot of is The Witcher Two. I, I got to Chapter Two finally. Okay. Uh, which means I beat the first giant fucking monster in the game. It was super satisfying and super hard. That game is great, and it just gets more and more brutal. Um, Wait a minute! Super satisfying, super hard, and gets more and more brutal. Yep. <laughs> Japanese hentai porn. Just That's all I want. Just gonna leave it right there. That's all I want. Just gonna leave that right there. Tentacle monsters. And Sounds like some girls. kind of plastic fit you, fist you hook up to a sawzall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I do have. Okay, so one more thing I've been quote unquote playing. <laughs> I, I've been playing Xbox support phone call, which is a really not fun game. No, it Xbox, sucks. The the Xbox One. I'm, I'm signed up for preview updates of their new systems in the hopes that they will goddamn fix this piece of trash. Every time I use the Xbox, it is more and more disappointing how much they threw out from the Xbox 360 that was great and reinvented the wheel in a way that is just dumb as shit. And the, the so current, basically, it's the Diablo 3 of It is the system. Diablo 3 of game systems. And the, the current system iteration actually breaks Xbox Fitness. It no longer runs at all. Wow. So And they're aware of the issue after being on the phone with them for an hour. They damn well better be aware of it. My favorite was the guy who, after you had restored default settings, was like, let's try unplugging it and plugging it back in. Oh my god, I reset my fucking Xbox to factory defaults. Mm -hmm. Like, that is the nuclear option for resetting your system. And he goes, well, did you try powering it off? I'm like, no, dumb shit. Of course I did. Right, right, right. It's part of resetting it to factory defaults. (laughs) He's like, well, let's try again, just to placate me. And I was like, have you tried, where's your supervisor? <laughs> like just, just got, this have phone. you tried this plastic fist hooked up to a sawzall that I've got? What have you been Jessica watching? I really like the image of that. I really did. <laughs> she has a very limited experience with sex toys. It's basically plastic fists and chainsaws, and that's it. You know, not chainsaw, sawzall. Sawzall. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Your sawzall is? Yes. She's demonstrating for me how it works, which I think is great. Here, turn around and bend over. <laughs> What if it was the challenge on a sawzall? <laughs> what's the challenge? Oh man, I'm it's, glad you asked. This thing I saw, I was at uh, what's that? The Hustler store. No, it wasn't. It was the the one in West Hollywood. It is definitely at the Hustler store. The Hustler store is in West Hollywood. Yeah. On yeah. Sunset there. No, but the one on Santa Monica Boulevard. Treasure chest. The treasure chest. This is where I. The saw. pleasure chest. The pleasure chest. Yeah, um, it's essentially a butt plug the size of a traffic cone. <laughs> It's called the the challenge. It is a big black traffic cone. It comes in a box that has a picture of a smiling dude on it, and it says the challenge. Wow. Yeah. Can you? It's basically the challenge. Can you fit this whole thing in your ass? And there's no way because it's bigger around than your waist. Maybe not your waist, her waist. How far can you slide down this cone? You're that's basically that's the challenge. challenge. That's yeah. the challenge. It has, I believe it actually has little marks so you can... Do you, have, do you have a little uh, wax pen so you yeah. can like, mark it on it? Hey, use the grease marker. Like, like, the like grease a little grease marker. That's what I meant, a grease yeah. pen. Like, so for like a kid, you know, a little kid, you mark on the wall how grow he is. Like a little, <laughs> yeah. an old gay man, you can mark yeah. how far down he slid down the challenge. Yeah. 
yeah, that's every basically, month. That's, doesn't, that's it. Doesn't, doesn't the fecal matter just do that for you? <laughs> oh! I don't think you know just, how butt sex works. Oh, keeps track of it. It's, 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 the, the whole point is you, you poop first, and then you probably take some Imodium AD or something to firm up what's left in there, so you don't get any, like, foam. No, the... You don't get any centaur? I've had long yeah, no and extensive discussions with my gay friends about this. The <laughs> enema kit... Discussions. The enema kit is used widely in the gay community. Ah, yeah, there you go. They, uh, they clear out the poop because you just don't want to get any extra dirt in the old... Uh, in, in the, the mix. No. It's already full of feces. Like, how bad is it going to get? What is, what it's is already on... full of Santorum. I just want exactly. to say, here's the thing. What is on your dick that you're going to put in some other dude's ass that he doesn't want in there already? And why is it still on your dick? No, no, no. It's not that. It's the poop coming out. No one wants poop on your dick. Oh, it's you just don't want the poop on your dick. Right, right. You're trying to clean it out to make... I like how Judd says wanna... this as if it's a revelation to him, that you don't actually want poop on your dick. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, well, wow. Who knew? I figured that was the whole point. He's like, he's like ah, poop, blood, whatever. Well, I'm like, I'm going for the butt <laughs> already. Right? That's where poop comes from. Yeah. No, it's just... I don't know. I, I actually... I avoid the uh, the butt sex. Both, really? both giving and receiving. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like... Wow, now I'm going to take, I, I'm gonna have to take back your birthday present. I, 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 I'm generally rather poop-phobic. Like, I don't like poop. That's true. You use the wipes. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm all about the oh, wipes. Are you, are you, have you stolen baby wipes from us when you've been here? No, I, yeah. I buy the Costco <laughs> he brings his multi-pack own. of baby wipes, and his, I do bring my own. My restroom looks like a Bed Bath & Beyond. You guys both have these elaborate ass-wiping rituals. Oh, my... Okay, describe my elaborate ass-wiping ritual for Well, for, for, for starters... Jen and I went to San Diego over the past weekend and, like, just our first, like, getting away overnight without the baby because his parents were here to watch the baby. No, we just left him here. <laughs> Told the dog to watch him. Lucy, yeah. watch the baby. And, um, Judd gets into the bathroom just, and he's like, I, he's like, he's like, I've got to poop. And I was like, I have to pee. Wait, that takes less time. And then I'm standing there, like, waiting for him to be done, which takes a moderate amount of time. It was and, a growler, gentlemen. It was a growler. And then he stands up and he has this, like, Fold the paper, wipe. Fold the paper, glance back, wipe. Well, it's you like, don't want to rewipe with the part you just wiped. I'm with. I'm on his page. Thank you. Well, my point is like it, it, like what you're either making origami swans out of the toilet paper, and then he accuses me of just grabbing a, a fistful and like swiping around That's back there. That's what she does. She I'm treats not it a like fucking a hippopotamus. You... I'm not like there's not sp- there's a there's a small area in which so you're a crumple poop. you're a crumple not fold yes but there's a very restricted I'm a area I'm a in I'm which a there might actually be fecal matter yeah well your ass is a not as big as mine and b has less hair on it these are both true those things tend to um grab and hold all i know is he's sitting there and he's telling me just pee in the bathtub which is filling up with water because i'm gonna take a bath i was like i'm not gonna pee in the pool please finish your elaborate it's kind of like wiping. a hot tub you know, you know how much pee is in a hot tub oh a lot i got into the hot tub I put half <laughs> yeah, yeah i know yeah. always a lot more than that after I peed, all right i peed so hard in this pool in san diego i actually gave myself back cramps <laughs> i'm not even kidding I was uh, like, wow, I'm having like... And just so you know, the Mondrian Pion pool, yeah. where the sky bar is, it does have the dye in it. It does? It does have the dye in it. Uh, um, it has the full-on... The purple dye? Yeah, I, I had a friend who recently... Can got, you spell your name? If you just stand on the edge and just piss your name, does it spell it in purple? No, I, he, recently, uh, he recently was banned from the Mondrian for peeing in the pool. Uh, Griffin! Oh, Lucy, God. food rumba. Lucy, food rumba. Good girl. Griffin just 
ejected an entire spoonful of yeah. the mushy peas from his mouth. What's funny is we were having the discussion about the dye in the pool thing, and I was like, no pool uses it because the moment you use it, everybody at the pool is like, well, I'm not getting in this pool now. <laughs> Somebody clearly has peed in it, and also, I can't be in it. Those they, two they things are like the room they, they chlorine shock it. Yeah, and that's chlorine kills bacteria. And by the way, pee is sterile anyway. So what do you care? I know. I, I'm not scared of pee. You know, yeah, I'm scared of poop. No, I, I know. Say, had, that's I've pissed on you several times, and you never even flinched. Yeah. That one time you didn't blink. That was weird. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing how much you think it would burn, but it doesn't. You're Griffin, eyes... I hope you're taking notes. Well, I hadn't been drinking that day. If I had right. a lot of alcohol, I would have... Or asparagus. That would have just burned. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, plus the Brussels smell. sprouts are bad, too, man. I like to think I'm a nice shower buddy. All right. What have we watched this week? You? Uh, I, I watched some stuff. Let's see. I we start. We got all caught up on Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. We, are, we are locked and loaded oh, for season four. My, oh, this is what we missed last time. It was my birthday. The oh. week after, I had a birthday party. Yeah, as, I, as my present to myself, I got us HBO. I uh, I went to this birthday party and brought my mother, which was great. And she got a horrible case of food poisoning. We walked outside the bar and started vomiting everywhere. Yeah, your she mom only, can party, dude. She's she's great. I have a funny mom. She's a uh, she's a good lady. But uh, yeah, she likes to she likes to get down. Griffin and I were at the party very briefly because uh, we couldn't find a sitter, <laughs> so we were those people with the well, baby we, in the bar. We bar. had a sitter, and she canceled on us at this five p.m. This is true. which is kind of that's like ridiculous. Yeah, but it was it was a work thing. I, I understand mom. that she only works every now and then, and there was a big big contract for her, but it's still disappointing. That sucked. I, it was disappointing for me. I had to leave. You yeah. had to stay at the party. Oh so. no, we had a fight about it. Later. My mom would have been happy to watch her. She she got there. She's like, oh, I can watch him. You guys can have some fun. <laughs> That's how moms are. I guess you wouldn't throw me up on the baby. Griffin, yeah, you're such a buzzkill. But it wasn't until later. Yeah. So, uh, what did you watch, Barrett? Um, I finished the Netflix available, so a season behind, obviously. Yeah. I finished um, Continuum. Oh, Continuum, okay. Which I, I, I enjoy that show. Are you, you said you didn't get into it, right? Giant gaping plot holes just turned me off in the show. Where are the plot holes? Uh, in the very first episode, she just walks right into the crime scene with no credentials or ID, and they're like, yeah, no problem, she's clearly from some other district, then of course she'd be here. It made no sense. That part, they, they got past that past the first episode. Like, there were some, a little bit of her getting established into the police community out Pretty of nowhere contrived. was contrived. And, and it gets better, and they kind of basically get past that as it goes on, but it's... I don't generally like time travel shows because there are so many plot holes, because there are so many things. But they establish, I think to do, I was thinking about this the other day, to do a good time travel based show, even all the Star Treks dealt with tons of time travel, mm-hmm. you need to establish a set of rules that work for time travel yep. before you write anything, knowing what these rules are. Absolutely. The characters don't have to know, but you, the writer, has to know. You They're have like, to know. And they kind of did that in this one. In the sense that one of the earlier episodes, one of the um, characters is giving a bunch of money to his grandmother now, and the other characters kidnap his grandmother and murder her. Whoa. Before his mother is even ever born. So, and he doesn't disappear or anything like that. So it establishes the fact that maybe you can change the timeline, but it doesn't change the people who've already come back. Gotcha. Which is interesting. And, um, and I think you need to do that. I mean, that was what the, the new Star Trek movies sort of established. The timeline has parallel branches, you know, and so they can they could go back in time and destroy Vulcan 
and it just changes the new timeline they're in, but the, the history has already happened in the original timeline. Right, right, right. You know, right. They, did, they did the same thing. They, they said, you know, once you go back in time, it's sort of like, it's like a, a reset. You're not changing your own past by changing the real past. Right, 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 right. Oh, that makes sense. So that doesn't that keeps you from any free run into yourself causing a yeah it's it's unlike Looper whose rules were clearly like if you kill yourself then you yourself die right right but but they had a character Looper was interesting right because the their their premise was the main character the Bruce Willis main character had killed himself when he was sent back and that's why he survived and lived the life he was so when he got sent back the uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt main character didn't kill him and then that created like the sort of time paradox and but then when joseph gordon let it uh spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie it's been out for a long time so excellent movie though so fuck you guys great movie when joseph gordon levitt kills himself at the end bruce Willis ceases to exist right which is a little odd you know but right. they did some cool stuff where like he etches something into his arm and then the other guy gets the message you know, right? The younger guy because it shows up as scars. Yeah, the younger guy can cut, can cut himself, and the old guy gets the scars, and he can see what the message is. Right, right, right. Um, so stuff like that was kind of cool. Uh, it was interesting. It was interesting. And then you have the Back to the Future model where you just slowly fade out, like you never existed. Right, right. That one was probably not the best. I, I, you know, a lot of people love the Back to the Future movies. I didn't care for them. That have much. you seen the new ad for the hoverboard? No. Oh man, this is. I, we almost should stop down so you can watch it. It's so ridiculous, but they get, uh, uh, what's his name? Doc. Yeah. They give him a quote-unquote hoverboard. Then they get a bunch of celebrities, uh, like some rappers and right, like, right. random people, a basketball player. They give them the hoverboard. And the, the ad is saying hoverboards are real. Tony Hawk shows up and he rides the hoverboard. Right. But it, it is so obviously fake. That's funny. Like, incredibly fake. It's really funny. But it's done like it's a real ad, and there's a website for the company and everything, so it's someone's spoof in the world, or they're teasing a Back to the Future 4, 5? Or just a new Back to the Future movie, maybe? Yeah, maybe. But it's it's pretty funny. Um, but I, I saw this online, and I was like, this is like, someone spent a lot of money and got some real big celebrities to do this obviously bullshit ad. So, do you want to get, like, time time screwed in the head here? I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast, but something you got to realize: the difference in time between the original um, Back to the Future yeah. in the '80s, where he went back to the '50s. Yeah. When in the '80s, it seemed like the '50s were so long ago, right? So anciently long ago. That's the difference between now and when Back to the Future came out. Yeah. That's like us going back to the '80s. Like the '80s doesn't seem that different than now. Like the '50s seemed to the '80s. Well, hang on, let's talk about differences of the 80s. In the 80s, America had a space plane that could fly into space and then land on its own. And now we don't. <laughs> Technology's clearly moving we in the did, right direction. But it, what's weird is, like, if you think about the... In the, the 80s, Russia was a major power and a threat to global stability. And now they're a major power and a threat to well, global stability. Well, they're a power. Um, we'll see. They are a threat to global stability. But what's weird is, like, the jets and stuff that were flying during the 80s... That's a lot of the same jets that are flying now, oh. um, with some with some minor well, we have tweaks. Streamliners that have cracks in their wings and well, there's, catch there's, on there's, fire. There's some minor stuff like that, but like you think about that versus like the fifties. Like fifties, we're still using prop planes, you know. Yeah. And like the eighties, we had computers. Now well, we have but, computers. Okay, but now I have a computer in my pocket that's also a camera, that's also a telephone, that also which is, lets me play video games while I poop. Which is also 
the processor on that is more powerful than all the computers in the whole Earth in the, in, in the 80s. Yeah. Like in the early 80s. Well, I don't know. This is a 3GS, so it may not be more powerful. Than, <laughs> right. Than but like, like your average cell phone processor can do more calculations now than all the computers in the whole world put together in 1980. Oh, yeah. If you went back in time to the 50s, all you have to do is be like, let me, let me hack the stock market with my cell phone real quick. There, I'm rich. Another stupid, interesting fact, but I don't know, this is completely off topic. Yeah. But did you know if you folded a piece of paper 30 times? You can't. But if you could fold a piece of paper 30 times, how high do you think it would stack? I don't know. Make, make a rough guess. Uh, well, I know it's not physically possible. Right. But if, okay, say you cut a piece of paper in half and laid it on top of itself 30 times, a stack of paper. I have no idea. It would go to the sun and back. What? Yep. Is that insane? There's not enough material there. Right, there's not. You couldn't physically do it, but yeah. I'm saying that's how thick it would be in the theoretical folding it just 30 times. That seems crazy. Well, it's already a million sheets thick at 20 times. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. It, when you fold something 20 times, you get just over a million. That's what they. That's why the uh, the old samurai swords. I guess they were folded true. 20 times. They yeah. were pounded flat and folded. And pounded that's why they're flat so strong. That's why they have over a million layers of them. Interesting. So that's why they're so strong. Huh. But if you folded it 30 times, it would be to the to the sun and back, which wow. is insane. Wow. That's that's nuts. Here's here's an interesting fact for you. Betty White is actually older than sliced bread. <laughs> They didn't slice bread before. She was born in like 1913 or something, and sliced bread was was padded. She's in not 101. Uh, so she was born in 1918. She's, she's around there. She's mid 90s. Yeah, she's still working at mid 90s. Something like that. Uh, wow. Sliced bread was invented five was patented five years after Betty White was born. That's hilarious. And I was like, that's just How amazing. Get a patent on cutting bread. Someone did. Maybe a bread slicing machine. But a lot of patents, a, a lot of things rather, were patents once, and then at some point they became Public, common sense. Common, yeah. You know, like so you patent bread slicing, and that runs for twenty years. You have the the bread slicing device or whatever. Right, 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 right. But then at some point it's just okay. Everybody sells sliced bread now. Like it, you know, it's it's whatever. Gotcha. Um, crazy. What else did I watch? And the last thing, so I watched. I finished Continuum. I finished. You gonna watch the next season? You're into it. Oh, I'm into it. Yeah, okay. full on. Um, what was the other show I finished? Uh, Being Human. Do you watch that show? Nope. The U.S. version. I enjoyed. That's Being the one Human. about a uh, vampire, werewolf, and a monkey that are all roommates. Yeah. The, Sorry, uh, a black guy. No, a ghost. A ghost. Sorry, and she's a, white a guy. girl. She's a girl. She's a girl. Okay. Indian girl. I'm trying to make racist jokes, and you were not helping me. I don't know. I could try to help you be racist. You, you actually picked up your pen to try to give yourself a fallen being. I was waiting for You're it. like, I'm just going to say something racist and try to get one. No, no. You have to genuinely be racist. Not like, <laughs> not a, uh, what's the The word? problem is I don't hate other people that much. Gotcha. Hey, well, then you're not Paula Dean. You don't deserve the award. God damn it. I just won all the awards. It's my Jewish nature. <laughs> No, but uh, that show's pretty good. I enjoy it. A little soap opera-y at times. Um, sure. And, uh, and then lastly, the I started Clone Wars because it just popped oh, out on Netflix. I'm, I'm 18 episodes into the first season. There's apparently six seasons. Yeah, I've heard um, it's really good. It's pretty darn good. It's good. Um, it's amazing that anything related to George Lucas that was made after 1987 is decent. It's, it's very decent. You know what? My next thing I'm going to start uh, on the animated front is Tron. I've heard good things. The animated Tron. There's an animated Tron series that huh. just came out last year. It's in its second season or something like that. It's Weird. called Tron Legacy. Have you watched Full Metal Alchemist yet? 
I, I watched a little bit when it was on TV. I just didn't get into it. You but... gotta start at the beginning because the plot. and the the one to watch is not the original. Even though the original is like it's good. The Japanese one? They're both Japanese, right? Yeah, but there's a so the original Full Metal Alchemist came out and it was really good, and but uh, it didn't have necessarily the budget and it was initially done episodic and it didn't have a, a through line right away. Okay. Um, and then they added after like six episodes or twelve, the first season or something, they start adding more more episodes that are continuing plot line. Uh, but it takes some weird turns. And uh, a famous Japanese director uh, of animation saw it and was like, I could do this better. And he actually did. He made a new series, starting over, called Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Okay. Using a lot of the same animators. He just rewrote the plot in very subtle ways. It, it's about two brothers and a robot or something, right? Uh, no. So it's, it's about a, a fictional universe... That's loosely based on Europe, okay. where uh, where the main country is like Germany, um, and they uh, they have alchemy as a they call it a science, but it's basically magic. But the, the, there's rules to it, like equivalent exchange. So one of the things they do is like uh, one of the bad guys is able to take all the carbon in his body and turn it into armor. Interesting. And so once the good guy figures that out, he can suck the carbon off the guy and like make giant pencils or something. I don't know. Okay. How do you do that? Make a diamond. I'm all not right. Sure. Right. Um, but so that stuff like that, so it's 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 got a lot of very strict rules in terms of how it works. But the, the end result is it turns into magic. Like you know, the they call them the. So that's the both brothers can do some alchemy, mm-hmm. but very the premise of the show is that as kids when they first learned alchemy, their mom died, and they committed the ultimate taboo, which is trying to make life with alchemy, and they try to bring their mom back to life, and they created this hideous thing. And then the equivalent exchange for the value of the soul that they put into it was that his brother's body, his arm and his leg got taken. Okay. And he was able to, before his brother completely disappeared, transfer his brother's soul into a suit of armor that was nearby. Okay. So his little brother is this giant hulking suit of armor. Right. And he is missing an arm and a leg. But he has, they have like the steampunk technology stuff. It's a little steampunk. Wait, the, the robot's missing an arm and a leg? No, no, no. The, the main character. The brother lost his whole body. So he's just the suit of armor now. Okay. The main character is missing an arm and a leg. Okay. Um, but he has this stuff called auto mail, which is like steampunk arm and leg. Right. You know, metal robot arm and leg that he has. Um, so that's why they call him the Full Metal Alchemist. So how he fights is he changes his arm to have a sword instead of just to be a hand. Right. And stuff like that, and then he'll change it back later, you know, with his with his magic. Does the brother not talk and stuff? The no, robot? he totally he totally can talk. The robot? Yeah, he's not a robot. He's just a suit of armor. His soul like projects sound somehow. Okay. But there's no they don't explain voice boxes and shit like that. Gotcha. So it's like this combination of like magic and science. Uh, but it's the the re the reworking of it in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is so good, and just so badass too. Like there were episodes of that where I watched and I was like, that was the fucking coolest thing. Gotcha. Like, and they really, really thought about, like you were saying, time travel. The rules of the world are extremely well thought out and laid out in this, so they never violate the rules that they set up in the precepts. And whenever something weird happens, they always have a good explanation for it. Um, it's it's fucking great. It's like, and it's moving too. It's extremely powerful, and they do some really fucked up shit in it. Gotcha. And, uh, Speaking and of which. Good. I watched, with like you, I watched uh, Walking Dead this week. One of the best uh, episodes I've seen in a long time. Oh, uh, uh, I say. Uh, yeah. No, it was, it was one of the best episodes I've seen in a long time. I, I, 
I'm excited about the show again, and I'm really anxious to see what happens next. I, I like that they are spending this season put doing a lot of like cool character development stuff. This is something the show has been lacking, is really getting into the meat of the characters and, and why these people are still able to survive. Right. And then the other gaping plot hole is why everyone they goddamn meet has no idea you shoot the zombies in the head. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it does It does seem like that. And, and I'm still... I, I don't know if I said this in another one of the podcasts... But, like, I'm still disappointed that the trick that they used in episode two, where they covered themselves with zombie guts to... Yeah, hasn't been used Hasn't again. been used again. Like, they're they're in the middle of some really tough situations that they could get out of just by covering themselves with zombie guts. Yeah. And it's like they've forgotten this awesome trick that they learned in the second episode. And the only reason it stopped working in the second episode was because it started raining. Yeah. Like, well, and it's the same thing as, like... Uh, what, Michonne has her trick with the headless zombies that she walks with. Right. And that keeps her safe from all the other zombies. And then, you know, they never, like, they don't get some headless, or not headless, but arm and jawless zombies. Right. They don't just take some and hook them up outside the house they're hanging out at. Yeah, and there, there is one other small plot-like thing, is, like, in the in the other episodes, um, the, the armless and mouthless zombies tended to go after characters. They just couldn't do anything when they went after them. When they were on the leash, they would kind of yeah, like yeah. lurch at people. But then all of a sudden when she grabs them, they stopped lurching. It's weird. I don't know. Well, they, I mean, they talked about that to a degree, which was when she had her, once they take, took their teeth out or something, mm-hmm. they stopped being like violent. Right. They realized weird. they couldn't eat. Yeah, they just got docile. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's weird. But yeah, the last episode was was great. I mean, I was I felt like I was watching uh, of Mice and Men. It was really good. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, you know, except instead of the big dumb guy being Lenny, well, I don't want to spoiler at all. Yeah, don't no, no spoiler because we do have enough listeners that are definitely yeah. of the genre that would listen to. I will say I saw an awesome thing on Facebook where somebody made a, a flyer and put it up in the neighborhood, and it has a photo of the one girl holding the baby, and it says "Need a babysitter." It has numbers. That's really, really funny. Ah, that was so good. That's really, really funny. If you watch the show, it's really funny. Oh, man. Yeah, so, that, was, that was something. So that's something I watched this week. Um, I watched Justified. Justified's yeah. a good show. It, it's very consistent, very even. Um, There's a, a funny moment this week. Uh, they are spending, I don't want to say too much time on the dumb bad guys, but the bad guys have been killing themselves off pretty effectively. Okay. And I, I've been waiting for the good guys to be a little more badass. And instead, the good guys are just kind of getting lucky right now. Okay. Which, it doesn't feel like they're violating their contract or anything. They're not writing, like, a weird... They're not making nonsense up. It, it all fits the world they've established. Right. It's just a little... Like, a thing happened in the last one that was... Totally worked, but it just was a little too convenient. Gotcha. You know? And they established it. Like, it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't contrived. It just, it was, it was real borderline contrived. Though. It was almost there. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching some Breaking Bad. I'm, here's, here's, Have I you not seen Breaking Bad? I, I'm into the last, like, 15 episodes. I, I watched it up until... Oh, you're, you're in the rich part. I'm in, it's amazing right now. But, unfortunately, my girlfriend keeps bogarting my shows. Meaning that, like, I start watching a show, and then she's like, oh, this is really good. What is it? And then it becomes our show, oh, then not my show. Then I can't her. watch it without her. This that's ah, it's the worst. You're that's, married. That happens to you, right? Oh yeah, I can't watch fucking anything. I had a dream last night that I watched The Americans, because I can't watch The Americans unless Jess is here to watch The Americans. That's so funny. Well, so I've been watching. I've been finding mediocre shows to watch without her. So I've been watching Revolution on Netflix. 
Oh. Because she's just not. That is so bad. It is pretty bad. Revolution is really bad. Like I, I, I love it really bad. It's it's okay enough. Oh, it's horrible. Massive plot. You say you don't like plot holes. Oh, it's no, it's got big plot holes. It is it is horrible. I don't like the main actress. I don't like the main actors. I, I there's nothing in it I like. Yeah, I mean it's I don't know. It, I, I got about three episodes in, and I'm like I I hate this. Oh, it it definitely gets better. It started real weak. Real weak. The first episode had an interesting premise, but you're watching the first episode going, the real interesting part of this would be if the show was about modern times when the power got turned out on how do you survive. Right. Not about what happens 15 years down the line. Right, 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 um, right, right. But they've, they've sort of made what's going on 15 years down the line more interesting. But it didn't start getting good until three or four episodes. In. This is a problem, I think, with network shows in general, is cable writes for a 13-episode season, and network writes for a 26-episode season. And network writers develop their plots so much more slowly than cable. And then compare it to like an HBO, like True Detective, which I also just started watching, mm-hmm. eight episodes. And so you, you have a lot more plot development, and it, you don't get in this muddy, like stupid, not interesting, <laughs> contrived, how do we burn an hour when we have nothing to do plot problem that happens in every network show. Okay. Uh, so it's it's probably it's partly a problem with the format, and I, I'm interested to keep watching my gay boyfriend in Arrow. Uh, I'm, that's another one my my girlfriend insists on watching. Go figure. Uh, yeah, that uh, show's good though. But we're 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 15 episodes in now. Oh, in we're season one. Up. We're at the same place. Um, but it's it's not good. I like it, and I liked it better the first time when it was called Batman. Wow. Like it, I, yeah, it really is the same. But it's, it's the exact it's same. Marvel versus DC. I mean, no, it's DC versus DC. Is it really? They're both DC. Oh fuck! Green Arrow is DC. Man. Like I know that they start. Oh, you're right, because they're going to introduce the Flash in season two. The Flash is coming into yeah, into Arrow. So that's then that sucks in a way because in Arrow there was there's no magic. It's well, the Flash isn't magic. He's like struck by lightning by a weird tree or some shit. Th- that's magic. I, nah, it's. That's magic. Yeah, it does a thing. That's magic. A, that doesn't happen in real right. physics. No. Whereas everything in Arrow right now is completely plausible. Un- that's, unlikely. That's true. Unlikely but plausible. Okay. Unlikely but plausible. I mean, no way a yeah. guy is going to be that good a shot, right? But, like, in that physically adept. But, like, it's not like some superpower makes him that way. He just yeah. is that good. Um, that, I, see, that's... I hate when they mix genres like that. Like, yeah. well, that's what I didn't like about... I mean, maybe it doesn't play out that way. Because I, I haven't seen it. This is just what my buddy at work told me. Um, so maybe maybe he got the superhero wrong, or something. Gotcha. But there's, there's some other DC heroes being introduced. But uh, anyway, so it, apparently Arrow season two throws out the network formula of let's make the single arc 26 episodes, mm-hmm. and they're just like we're just going to progress the plot and see how far we get in 26 episodes, and they just start going getting balls to the wall. And he said, dude, he's like, dude, season one was good. Season two is amazing. And well, season one was excited. bad. I like season it's one. It's some of the bad, worst acting I've ever seen. It's so, acting is, so drama, drama based. It depends on the characters. There's a few people who definitely know they're on a CW show. The detective has to go. That guy's fucking awful. Yeah, he was the guy from the Dresden Files. Do you remember that? No. It was like but a. But he's horrible. He is. He's horrible. really bad. Yeah, the dad, the detective. Yeah. The, yeah, the dad is the detective. He was the, the star. The mom is terrible too. He was. And she has a couple scenes where she, she has interesting things to do, but I think she's awful. Yeah, you know, she's she the exact same character that she was in Kings. Did you watch yeah. that show? I didn't watch the show, but I've seen once, and yes, she is. Um, uh, the the girlfriend lawyer love interest character is like CW fought. Like she's like their bread and butter CW person. She's been on a bunch of the shows. No, she's just that exact Ex- yeah exact actress type and character type. 
The things that are anti-CW, though, are the main dude. Even though he's got the look, he, he's a better actor than most of the he's CW guys. He's a horrible guys. actor. He's a much better actor. He's a god-awful and, actor. And he does... The character writing has much more interesting motivation. And is frequently... I love that he's so cocksure and then so wrong much of the time. Yeah, I, there, there is that. There's some clever like writing that. In, that, in that aspect. And the guy who's the bodyguard is great. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a good actor. The, the girlfriend, though, like, I, I don't, the, the, the uh, you know, the, the DA, or, the, or the, the attorney girlfriend girl, yeah like, I think she's like Dr. Jekyll, like, some scenes, you're like, oh my god, this is one of the hottest chicks on television. And a couple scenes later, she's like, oh, she's just not that hot. Yeah, she's very she, planned sometimes. She, she, it's amazing how she manages to go back and forth. It's yeah. whether or not her boobs are taped, I think. Because there's that one scene, she wears a sweater, you know exactly what scene I'm talking about. She's wearing, like, a turtleneck sweater, and her boobs are, like, triple F. I didn't. Just, they were out of this world. To, you know whose boobs are doing that? I don't know if you've been watching the show uh, Agents of Shield. Yep. But the super hot half Asian girl who is the yeah like, the, the main girl. The main girl. She is really hot. She's really hot. She's that show started getting better too. I'm still back in December. I just watched the episode after. But her the movie boobs, came out. her boobs, amazingly get bigger and smaller episode to episode. Huh. Like they get really big sometimes and really small sometimes. So. Well, sometimes you retain some water. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how close is it to her period? Yeah. That's, that's probably that's what's going on. I is think. there cunt bleeding? Let's show oh, some stuff. Oh, God. All right, dice clay. <laughs> For cunt bleeding, let's show some fucking V-neck scenes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, Jess just texted, I'm so going to barf. Fuck your frog juice. <laughs> hey, t- text oh, by back. the way, Jessica had to go to work. That's why she's not here right now. Yes. She had to leave mid-podcast. Uh, and uh, you should text her back if you want to be one of the boys. That's what it takes or something. No. You know, something to that effect. I'm just sending her a sad face. Because it looks like a frog. Because you're a pussy whip. Because I'm a pussy whip bitch. Um, so that's what we watched. We're, we're Man, we're burning up the time. I watched some other stuff too. I just don't remember. I think I saw some movies maybe. It's been a fucking month. Like a lot of I shit saw. Happened. I'm a big Wes Anderson fan. I oh, saw. Did you see the new one? Yeah, the. Was uh, it good? I don't Grand Budapest Hotel. Like most of his stuff since uh, Rushmore. I love Rushmore. I love Baller Rocket. And everything I've seen of his. So that's then, so like, funny. You, yeah. it, it's gotten better and better for me, and it's gotten worse and worse for you. Like Bottle Rocket, I didn't care for at all. Well, it, okay, so I like Bottle Rocket more than Rushmore, but only by a hair. It's purely academic. Okay. Rushmore, I thought was fantastic. I, I and then uh, what the one after it, the whole movie is the Royal Tenenbaums. The whole movie is a build up to a joke, and the joke falls flat at the end. The destroyed singing battleship line, like I was just like, eh, it just wasn't. It wasn't. And then I, after that, I stopped watching them in theaters. Uh, and I, I actually like. I thought the Life Aquatic was okay. Well, it's my favorite movie of all time. That was that of all time. All time, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou is my favorite movie. Wow. Huh. I just I, I love it. It was it was okay. I man. I've gone through stages. Like my, my first favorite movie of all time that I can say was my favorite movie of all time, like as an adult appreciating movies was Last of the Mohicans. Like that was it for a lot of years. Did you see it with Daniel Day Lewis? Oh yeah. Dude, it, that movie is so badass. It's very badass. And then I don't, I don't know about it. And then after that came movie. Braveheart for a lot of years. Okay. Then Gladiator for a lot of years. Gladiator. I was into the epics. For a while, you know? Man. Gladiator fizzled at the end. They they had set everything up for another epic fight, just like they had the epic battle at the beginning of the movie. And then they, they pushed and made it this one-on-one duel, which I guess was historically accurate, but made no fucking no, sense. No, no, it was not historically accurate. Well, no, apparently no Caesar that, ever got into the ring. I, apparently there were there was one of them who would who'd get into the ring with drugged opponents and just chop their heads off right away. 
Oh, maybe, but like... But the, but the guys he was killing didn't have weapons or anything. He was like killing No, I, I take the back. Maybe they did get in the ring. No, I, I read after that, Yeah. no Caesar ever died in the ring. No, yeah, none ever died. But I mean, like, the actual fighting. Right, right There right. was one who would, who would do it. Right. Um, and then Life Aquatic came along, man, and I just I, I just huh. love that movie. Like, I, uh, I didn't see it in theaters, unfortunately. I saw it on the small screen every time, and yeah. I just... There's something pretty special about it. I just, I just like the way it progresses. I like the music in it. The music. He always does a good job with the music. I mean, it's and his shots are always well framed, and he does a good job of Talking symmetry. About framing. And, you know. What's really interesting about the Grand Budapest Hotel? So it takes place. There's four time frames. Yeah, and each one shot in a different genre. Different, right? no different aspect. Oh, oh, right. Aspect ratio. So yeah. it's four to three on one, sixteen, and one's shot in European style. Or something it's called, and it's it's just funny, like and it's shot of aspects that were used during, during that those times. time. Yeah, that's cool. It, it, it is really cool. It, I didn't notice it. It's when a I watched subtle, it. evocative way to bring about the mind to to the right time frame. You know, yeah. I like that. I think it's smart. He, he he's so smart in the way he does it, and his characters are so lovable without being syrupy. But let, let's let's talk about uh, what's the one on the train. The Grand or the uh, Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, come on, you like that one? I loved it. Jesus Christ, I, right. I didn't like it nearly as much. It was a big letdown from Life Aquatic for me. I mean, Life Aquatic was my favorite movie. I mean, listen, it was better than Twilight New Moon, okay? But it was not. It was not this like I. I just feel like Wes Anderson falls in the same category for me as Paul Thomas Anderson, which is that I just don't love everything he does, and every time I say I don't like all his movies, people. Freak out! They're like, I must hate Wes Anderson. And I'm like, I don't hate Wes Anderson at all. I just don't like all of his movies. My, my Jekyll and Hyde like that is is uh, Clint Eastwood. Okay. I I loved Gran Torino. Mm-hmm. I loved Unforgiven. But my two worst movies that have ever been made of all time are uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. I haven't seen it. It is god awful. It's a Kevin Spacey film. Right when Kevin, it was like right after Usual Suspects. No, I, I remember it. That was Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Uh, it's John Cusack and um, huh. and Kevin Spacey, and it's just one of the most god awful movies I've ever seen. Okay. And then Mystic River is probably the second most god awful movie. I've no, ever Mystic seen. River is super boring. I mean, it, there will be blood, Mystic River, and. There will be blood was horrible. God, there will be blood, movie. Mystic River. And I'm so glad you're with me on hating that movie. Yeah, we. I was with you when we watched. I it. know we we should have walked out even though we were watching yeah. it for free. Uh, Midnight of Garden and Good and Evil, Mystic River, and There Will Be Blood is my holy triumvirate of awful movies. It, it's Man. it's so mine is Twilight, Twilight New Moon, and Twilight whatever the last one was called. I haven't seen any. Of them. <laughs> Did I send you that picture? I haven't seen any of them either. But those are my holy triumvirate of what the worst movies are. Did I ever show you that? Uh, show you that internet picture of it, it's a picture of Edward and Bella sitting together on a bench. Yeah. And it says how Twilight should have end, ended, and someone has edited in uh, Blade standing about six feet behind him, nice. just with a big smile on his face. Nice. <laughs> That's really funny. It was. Uh, oh man, I miss Blade. Blade one was so good. Blade two is one of the worst action movies I've ever seen. If you're interested in making action movies, this is a good study in how to edit combat. In Blade 1, you see the punch land, and then it cuts for the next punch. And in Blade 2, it cuts when the punch should be connecting. And it turns into this bizarre montage of people moving their shoulders a lot, mm-hmm. but you don't actually see any hits happen. Because they edit right on the hit, and they're like, way to fuck it up. And to add even more attention to it, it came out the same year as Hero, which was like the greatest fight sequences of all time, and they never cut during those fights. I mean, they'll, they'll stay on a long shot of the guys doing the bow staff versus sword, 
for like two minutes. Right. And it's incredible because well, they not, can really fight. They're not comparable movies. But, but no, not at all. But like Wesley Snipes is a black belt in like three martial arts or something, and he did it because of Blade. He wanted to get like super good. And then they, the editor and stage combat directors and stuff like just fucked it up to the point where the fight scenes are incomprehensible in Blade 2. You know, Blade, a lot of people don't recognize this, and my, my buddy who writes films kind of turned me on to this, and I, and I forgot what exactly what his argument was, but he was saying something along the lines of, like, Blade was a genre-changing film. It was. It was the first of these dark superhero action films that came out, and it's been full of them since, but that yeah. was the first one. There wasn't really the dark action, the dark well, and, superhero and action film before brought, that. It brought a whole bunch of elements together that hadn't been really in action movies either. We, we got a, a, a black lead who doesn't have like really the white side yet. He does kind of in Christopher Robertson, but they, they don't fight together. Right. One's not bailing the other out. Right. Um, the villain's a white guy. The music ranges from hip hop to techno mm-hmm. in a really interesting way, where hip hop is the good guy's music and techno is the bad guy's music. Mm-hmm. Um, the special effects were actually pretty well done, I thought. I thought so, too. You know, they were not that hokey at all. Um, and uh, and then you've got, he doesn't have unlimited resources. Like, he kills a bunch of dudes. And he's like he's like a real guy. He has real reactions, right? The cop shoots at him. He's like, you want your goddamn mind, motherfucker? Right. And then, like, he kills a vampire and he takes his watch. He's right. like, we ain't exactly the March of Dimes. Like, I can't believe I remember all these lines. But I right. fucking love that movie. That's and it, it, it really brought... Of the wide audience to all these different elements and was like this is good and what's kind of cool if you get the DVD I remember watching the DVD and the uh, the blood god at the end which um, Stephen Dorff turns into yeah. like a super Stephen Dorff is great in that too yeah, Stephen Dorff is great a good but villain. the original cut they actually have the original cut the special effects yeah. it's this giant blood tornado that he fights and it's so stupid and they actually had the wherewithal to go like this is stupid that's funny. like the blood. It was giantly like like a giant blood, blood tornado, tornado that was kicking his ass, and he manages to like squeeze some of the anticoagulant into it, oh, right? Weird. Which ruins it. Yeah, but like, it, but they actually have like a, a rough edition, but with the special effects of him doing yeah. this fight, and it's just so much better with Stephen Dorff just becoming kind of a badass. Yeah. What's funny is uh, you say this blood tornado when he squeezes the anticoagulant into it, and I'm like, man, because did you see Phantoms with Ben Affleck? No. No, isn't it like in some like small Colorado town? Yeah, it's a, it's a Dean Koontz novel, okay. uh, which is like a horror novel. Um, but the, it's an interesting film if you're into horror uh, because the scary stuff happens when it's loud and you are safe when it is quiet, which is the opposite of most right, horror right, movies, right, right? right? There's like one moment where it's quiet and like something falls out, but it's not. they're not attacked. It's just like they're surprised. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it flips the cliche. And so it's interesting that way. But at the end, they defeat the phantoms by using the magic serum, which they eject into a tornado of phantoms, and it is the most dissatisfying fight you've ever seen. It's just, you're just like, this is terrible. That's hilarious. That's exactly what... I wonder if it's the same people as Blade. Because it's, it's really like... When you described it, I was like, that is exactly how phantoms ended. That's funny. So weird. Um, so we've talked about what we've played, what we've watched. Uh, yeah. Do you, uh, what are you going to do this week? Well, I actually, for my gay book club that you guys were making fun of, my, my girly book club. Yeah, you're reading uh, Twilight? No, we're reading a book called Anansi Boys. Kind of like Nancy Boys, but Anansi Boys. It's by some author or whatever. You and Nancy Boys or no, A space? It's N-Nancy one word. A-N-A-N-S-I. Anansi okay. Boys. But it's uh, it's funny. One guy from our group had read every other book by this guy huh. and just speaks. It's, it's kind of sci-fi-ish. 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I should probably know this. Right. Right. But uh, I, I will be done by the time we do our next podcast, and I'll cool. give you a little uh, quick update. I've been reading um, Game of Thrones. Have you had you read them yet? I have not. Okay, where are you? Uh, I'm in. I'm like eighty pages into the first book. Hundred eighty oh, okay. pages in the first book. I'm not. I'm not that far. Uh, they just started the long horse ride down to King's Landing, Wait, okay. which apparently is the rest of the book. I don't know. Not really the rest of the book, really. but a lot. I've read... <laughs> Jess goes, spoiler alert, it's a long horse ride. That's great. Um, I've read all the books twice, uh, except for the last one. But um, I, if they didn't end season three at the end of the third book. No, season three apparently is like pieces of books three, four, and five put together. Yes, that, that's going to make sense because... so I know four and five happen simultaneously, which is horse shit. Well, it... Because the original the story on it was the original draft of book four was over two thousand pages long. Yeah, and he didn't want to just end in the middle, so well, he separated the plot lines. Right. Well, they they told him he he couldn't have a, uh, yeah, exactly. He yeah. he couldn't have it. You had to wrap up the ends of each plot. So he did one set of characters, then he did another set of characters, and then he brings them back together at the end of book five. Yeah, it's just it's a little frustrating in the sense. I, did you ever read the Wheel of Time? No. Okay. You would, if, if you like Game of Thrones, you would like the Wheel of Time. The first three books are phenomenal and obviously written as a trilogy. And it's and it's over, right? And then and it's, just... and it's over. And then he made so much fucking money, and people wanted more. So he figures out. I think actually a very clever way. What's to the keep first it book going. called? Uh, the Wheel of Time. I think it's just called the Wheel of Time. Second book is. Uh, I don't know the Dragon Re- or the third book's the Dragon Reborn. The second book might be like the Great Hunt. It's Robert Jordan, right? Yeah, Robert Jordan. Okay. Uh, I have them. I can give them to you. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, like, books five, the, there's three main characters, right? There's there's Matt, Perrin, and Brand. Brand is the, he's the hero guy. Um, but they're all, they're all heroes at the same time in different ways. Okay. Matt is sort of the rogue. Perrin is, like, the good, strong dude mm-hmm. who has an affinity for wolves and uses an axe. Matt likes a knife and stabs people in the back and he likes to gamble and sleep with women. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Brand is like the good guy who uses the sword and he's the he's the the hero reborn, right? Like mm-hmm. that's that's him. So it's ostensibly it's Brand's story, but Matt is the interesting character. He's the one who's conflicted morally about what to do most of the time. The the other two guys, Parent is just always a good guy because he's just a good guy. Mm-hmm. And Brand is a guy who is led by fate, as it were. Mm-hmm. So he knows what he must do, whether or not it's what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. But Matt has no fucking clue. So he's the guy who's interesting. He's the do one. Do they travel together? Sometimes, and sometimes they split up. Um, Are they a team? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're all on the same side. They're all best friends from their town growing up, right? And oh, okay, okay. Events conspire to bring them into the world at large, and they discover that they're, uh, like, you know, some magic force. Uh, anyway, it's... Matt is... Again, he's the most fascinating character of all this. And everyone I've talked to who's read the books agrees. Matt's the guy. He's the one you want to read about. And there are entire books where he's just not in the book. After that. Not even mentioned. And at one point, he gets he hooks up with these two different girls who he's banging both of them. They both know he's banging the other one. They both lead their own armies. But they're not quite ready to like throw the armies at each other to kill them in order to get this guy. So they just kind of go along with him as like this weird fucked up threesome where the girls hate each other, but he's banging them both at the same time. Uh, which is probably good. Like The girls are grudge-fucking each other while you're really fucking... Anyway, moving on. Right. He meets up with them and they go to march on some castle. And then the next book... Doesn't mention them at all. And in the third book, they're like, just arriving. And I'm like, well, I guess that was a long march of threesomes. 
Yeah. Because the books are 800 pages long each. Yeah. And they're not short. And he he gets in this problem where he keeps introducing new characters and unlike uh, George R. R. Martin, never kills off a main character. Wow. So he introduces new characters and then they stick around and they each start getting equal time in the books. And I'm just like, I'm so fucking over these characters. Like there's... I stopped reading the last one because there were like 35 characters I had to remember. Uh, and I couldn't remember from the beginning of the book to the end who these people were anymore. Well, that, that was, dude, like, book four, he introduces a whole new group of characters. And you can see why he split them up. And in group five, he introduces a whole other crew of characters. Like, he's, the last two books he's written are too big. But on an interesting note, I am flying to Santa Fe next week to actually meet George R.R. R. Martin. It's pretty sweet. He's going to love your beard, by the way. Yeah, it, it'll be gone tomorrow. Actually, today. What? I, I got to... So, I'm going to... You got, like, two inches of growth going. Yeah, I got... I'm meeting my uh, girlfriend's family when I go to Detroit. And so... You got to sh- shave it all fucking cool, old-timey style. Get the wax and, like, wax no, the nothing. mustache it, up. It, it's going to be bald. Oh, I, man. I, I, Are you I, keeping I, giant chops? Nothing. Nothing. What? I just... This was a fun experiment. I, I quit shaving on my birthday, and uh, now I'm here. Jesus. So, that oh. means you're taming the bush, too, huh? Yep. Um, under fucking awesome... My good friend uh, and fellow uh, fantasy football player with Judd, who's in our league, oh, yeah. uh, is a guy named Jeff Morris. He's a writer. Uh, he has written a script that got bought by DreamWorks that takes place on an aircraft carrier. And the Navy, as part of scouting locations, is flying him and the director on a... Uh, carrier? No, no, no. It's, it, it's kind of like a cargo plane. I can't remember what it's called DC exactly. one thirty. It can land on an aircraft carrier, so it's not uh, one of those. Uh, Osprey. No, no, nothing. I, I, not an Osprey? No, it's, it's the same kind of thing that they have the, the, the shipboard AWACS, which is the thing with the radar yeah, dish yeah. on top. There's a shipboard one. There's the main AWACS that they gotcha. fly big, but there's the shipboard there's one, shipboard too. One. I see. It's so the same kind of plane, but um, it's a Greyhound. It's called okay, something right. something Greyhound. Gotcha. It can take off and land on aircraft carriers. And it's yeah. the biggest ship. that's the, the biggest. In the sky. It's the bus that takes off and lands on aircraft carriers to bring in personnel and everything else. Uh, he's flying in, landing, and taking off on one of those on an aircraft carrier. Fucking awesome. Um, Going to spend some time with the SEALs that are on the boat and everything else. So oh, it's, man. He's a lucky motherfucker. He That's is. everybody's dream. He is going to be the fattest guy on that boat by a wide margin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, by a wide margin. Well, actually, there's a bunch of film people going in with him. The, 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 yeah, the but most of them location. have to carry, like, carry equipment, so they're in better shape than Jeff is. Oh, yeah. Jeff, Jeff's, Jeff's fat. He likes, it's so funny because we talk about how he doesn't have a job. He's like, yeah, I just surf all day. And I was like, there's no way a surfboard in the world could support your weight. He's not that fat. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I'm as fat as he is. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, but you're like three feet taller. Yeah. On an interesting note, and I know you're going to disagree with me on this. I um, disagree. Was uh, Hearthstone has really made me want to play World of Warcraft again. Oh, I do. I do disagree with you on this. I just, you know, and looking at the, uh, there's probably a better one with Cody around, a better uh, conversation. No, he, well, he hates Hearthstone, though. But the... Uh, See, I called it the right thing, though. L- uh, that, that new expansion looks pretty cool, where you build, it looks like it, they've added, like, almost a real-time strategy, or a, uh, a, a tower defense game to it. Oh, like, I hate tower defense. Tower defense is so funny. I know you like it. I hate it. I'm not a fan. But you build your own little town. But it's your town. It's, it's like, your so town. So there's like ten million towns. It's it's. I think they've they've done it where kind of like you could have your own. It's instanced. Yeah. You're, well, you're, in Miss of Pandaria, you had your own farm. Well, I don't. Yeah, where you had to play Plants vs Zombies. Why don't you just fucking buy Plants vs Zombies? No, that, that was in that was in. Um, 
What's it called? Frost. Oh, the farm was Farmville. My Farmville. Bad. They did Farmville, which is horseshit. Like, it, well, it's now they're a terrible doing... game, and you've just added it to another game that's already sucking enough time out of your life. Now you want your grandmother to play? Well, they, that they part did Farmville. The now they're doing a whole like town you build. So they, I don't know how they did the Farmville, where you build a farm and tend after it. Like, how did they do that with a bunch of different players? The millions of farms that would have had to. It's, been. it's all instance. It's just unique to you. You don't get to visit your buddy's farm and see how gay he is. Right, right. None of that happens. So I, I guess this is similar to that. By the way, I don't hate gay people. Like, gay farmers are just as good as straight farmers in my book. I just, you know, my particular friends who are farmers are all gay. That's just all I know. About yeah, they tend to grow a lot of cucumbers. A lot of cucumbers. <laughs> Big black ones. <laughs> Eggplants. Oh. Um, Eggplant-cucumber hybrids. <laughs> uh, They're called that. cuck plants. You got anything fucking awesome this week? Uh, I, do I? I don't think so. Um... I got very little coming up, man. We just uh, we just went. I got something fucking awesome. We did uh, last week. We went to, to Shamrock in San Diego. I've never heard of it. Uh, you've been Shamrock. Yeah, it's that big block party for St. Patrick's Day in San Diego. I've never been. I've been to the the one I've been did to. Did you not go with me and Keith and uh, and Henny and Josh and all and what's guys? his name? Yeah. Uh, Matt. Matt. Yeah, and Troy was there. No, I, I went to. I we went took down, a black dude to uh, St. Patrick's Day. It was great. No, I, I I went with a black down, but they did the Mardi Gras, the huge Mardi Gras party. The yeah, block yeah party. this is like two weeks after that. Yeah, yeah. Same, I, I went same, down there for that. Same people. It's the exact same thing. Um, and that was super fun. We got super shit faced. My parents were in town, so they watched the baby up here while while Jess and I drove to San Diego and got wasted. And we found a new cool hotel, which I forget what it's called, but it was like the Vegas experience, but at, in San Diego. Isn't it amazing? By the way, I just want to talk about like along those lines. No, no, go ahead. Finish what you said. Okay. But they, they had like an outdoor pool party with a bar and there were a bunch of like fake-titted hot girls there who I guess just decided to stay at this hotel also. Which hotel? The Hard Rock? No. No. A different hotel that was reasonably priced and pet-friendly. What was it called? I don't remember. Okay. But uh, I'm I, I'm the most helpful podcast guy ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a Kiniston Hotel. Gotcha. They had like, they owned like a whole bunch, but it was, it was awesome. They had free bikes you could just take out if you wanted to ride around the town. Like loner bikes, they had a free cocktail hour. San Diego is a wonderful there. place. I got. I would move to San Diego in a heartbeat if I did not have to be in LA for work. It's it, it's it's a cool spot, man. People are nicer. It's chill. It's um, a beach town that knows it's a beach town. It has great food, a good downtown that's accessible. A great mayor. Uh, yes, he <laughs> likes to molest his female aides, even the old ugly ones. Right, right. He's an equal opportunity molester. That's good. Yeah, I'm glad he wasn't like a racist molester or a uh, you know age age specific. No, because like, let's see, he molested an 84 year old woman. He molested a black woman. He molested a fat woman. Yeah. I almost say I want to say the skinny pretty girl sued him because he didn't molest her. Yeah, that's probably what I would do. You know, if he didn't molest me, because that's sexist or something. It is. That is. But um, anyway, yeah, yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah, we should uh, we should wrap this up. Um, so, tied for Richard Pryor are Judd and Barrett with 2.5 each. Uh, I win the Garrison Keeler. Uh, we're also tied for Andrew Dice Clay. You win Paula Dean. And Jessica wins a tummy ache and some vomit for a drink at the blender this week. Uh, well, we're three boring dudes. I gotta kiss that mouth. Yeah. I'm Judd. I'm Barrett. I'm Cody and I have a vagina where my brain should be. <laughs> That's uh, And Jessica. Bye, guys. Have a great time. <laughs>